Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh alongside former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. It is good to have you folks here. We have things to talk about with the Cowboys today. I have at least two of them on my mind right now. One, today is the day that is the deadline for players who are franchise tagged to get a long-term deal done. So the Cowboys got about four hours to figure it out with Dalton Schultz if they want to get a long-term deal done. And NFL coaches and executives have told us who the best wide receivers in football are, and it might be kind of interesting for you. Good morning, Jesse Holly. How are you, brother? I am well. Good morning to you, man. It's Friday. Uh, this normally would be like a, a good tie-dye Friday type day. We got rain yesterday, which oddly enough, when I'm at work, because I'm at my work office now, inside of my home office, I got zero rain in, at where I'm at. Then when I got home, like my power was out, trash cans was all over the street. Like little Chris came down the street and kicked them all around. Mud was everywhere. Everything was all over the place, man. It was it was crazy. So, but I'm happy we did get rain. It actually cooled down yesterday enough to take a walk. Uh, uh, yesterday. Yeah, we had uh, people at the house, and I got turf in the backyard because I'm a fancy man. And our friend Kelsey Charles let her little tiny puppy go to go to the bathroom on the turf, and he took one step onto the turf and started crying. Like the the ground is too hot for dogs to exist. That's what we got going on right now. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, sports developments, including the NBA Summer League for you true degenerates. Go get you some money on whoever's playing for the Mavericks in the Summer League. MLB is going. Rangers, if they had more than two starting pitchers, would be in a good place. They got the latest fighting news, next season's NFL futures. Get on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action bet online where the game starts. You're going to start with uh, tight ends or wide receivers today? I was going to say you could bet on Corey Seager. You can bet on Corey Seager, yeah. Home run derby, but I mean. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. He's officially you're looking, joined. You're like trying to find that Texas Rangers angle, trying to get some bets in. You're a Texas Rangers fan. Hey, of course, he was going to the All Star game and he's going to be uh, in a home run derby. So, that Martin Perez is going to the All Star game. I don't know. I mean, yay. Go pitch your inning, buddy. Woo. Major League Baseball All Star game doesn't do it for me anymore. It used to. It don't do it no more. I still get a little horny about the home run derby. Home run derby's fun. Has Pete Alonso won that thing twice in a row? Maybe. Don't worry about it. He's won it. He's like a two-time one. I don't know if it's back-to-back, but he's definitely a winner. 
What's with all the damn questions? Welcome, everybody. It's good to see you in the chat. Thank you for stopping by. Hello, 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 Cowboys football things. Uh, Samuel said, no coop slander. It's beneath us. All right, that's where we're going to start because I was just looking at it, and I can't decide if I think that these things are relevant or if it's just – I mean, I know it's clickbait. It's a great way to get clicks before camp gets here. Jeremy Fowler at ESPN claims – that NFL executives, coaches, and players are voting on these things. And so we get the best players at every position in the NFL, and they release a new one every day. Well, the wide receiver one came out. Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, 10 best receivers in football. Honorable mentions, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas, C.D. Lamb, Mike Williams. Also receiving votes, Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Odell Beckham, T. Higgins. So now my clickbait headline for you, Jesse Holly, is C.D. Lamb. Honorable mention, Amari Cooper is not. Is C.D. Lamb a better receiver than Amari Cooper? Ha <laughs> ha! If we're talking about today, right, July 15th, at 11.13 Central Standard Time. No, he's not. He's not. You and I both know he is not as polished of a route runner as Amari Cooper. He is not consistent enough catching the football as Amari Cooper. Um, he has some things that, you know, uh, he makes some really, really, really contested catches. But he drops a lot of the a lot of the gimmies, a lot of the gimmies when you need him the most. Sometimes those things get away from him sometimes. And, it's, and, it's, and honestly, for players like that, it's lack of concentration. It's not that he has a problem. It's sometimes when you're such a good pass catcher and you're a really good athlete, when they throw you up the, the lobs and they throw you up the bunnies, you sometimes just take it for granted that I got this and I just keep moving on. And I drop it. And then you go, you'll have two guys hanging on. you got to contort and move and shake and twist your body, and you'll make the catch. And that's the way it goes sometimes. But if we stand today and we and we match those two guys up, C.D. Lamb is an emerging wide receiver. I think Amari Cooper is an established wide receiver. And I think that's right there where, the, where you kind of differentiate the two of the other receivers. But – if I had to go out and say who do I want to win me a game at the receiver position, I'm gonna I'm gonna line up Amari Cooper and take my chances with that. I think if you go off what they've done so far, you the right answer is probably Cooper. I think if you go off of from this day forward, I think the answer is CeeDee Lamb. Because I think Amari Cooper is we saw it last year, like he can't practice. A lot of times he's not gonna play every game. I think Amari Cooper's got a bum foot that will never be okay again. And I think CeeDee Lamb is on his way to the top 10. So I get what you're saying. Because like last year, at no point would you have been like, yeah, CeeDee Lamb is the Cowboys' number one wide receiver, and that's what everybody's worried about. But I think if you take it from right this second to forward, I don't think we'll ever have a time again after we get into this season and it gets going where people will call Amari Cooper a better receiver than CeeDee Lamb. But I'm glad that you opened the show hating. Like, that was good. The brand is strong. We needed Absolutely. that. Absolutely. The brand is always going to be strong. The hate will always be strong coming from me. And, and I, I agree with you. I, I think 
the future looks far brighter. And again, we're talking about Amari Cooper get, going into his what? This is year six, seven for Amari Cooper. Um, and then yeah, at least about- he's been around a while now. Yeah, so I mean, it might be eight. So we're talking about CD Lamb who's entering year four. season nine. No, eight, eight, eight. Season eight for Amari. And season four for for CD Lamb. So so yeah, three. So three. Okay. So you got one guy who's kind of, you know what I'm saying? He's like in his if he's if there's a prime, he's in it, but on the the, the second half of the prime, and you have one guy who's entering. Now, here is going to be here is going to be the very, very, very distinctive difference between the two and receiver to me is the only position on the field where you really have to require on 10 other guys doing their job pretty damn good for you to have overall success right like I need a quarterback to do his job other receivers to do run their routes to get me open guys to block tight ends to, oh you need all that kind of stuff sometimes to work yeah sometimes you get it he catches it throws it out there to you make a play but for the most part, you need a ton of guys to work together to get you the football. And when you look at it, this is when we go to comparing the quarterbacks. Will Deshaun Watson get back to what he was two seasons ago before he was, you know, out last year? Um, uh, will Deshaun Watson play this year? I think is the first question. I think there is a decent. I think. There is a decent chance that Amari Cooper is going to be playing with Jacoby Brissett for 17 games. And if that's the question, then then off the gate, I'm going to say that that CeeDee Lamb is going to have a far better year than Amari Cooper will ever have because of the quarterback situation. But if Deshaun Watson finds his way back after six to eight games being suspended and turns it on and still has that unique top five-ish quarterback ability left in him, now that's a different story. Now it's a different story because you're going to have a better runner game. They're going to commit more guys to the box to stop uh, 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 Chubb and company. And then now it's going to be Amari Cooper dealing with way more one-on-one coverage and now having a better quarterback throwing him the football. Whoa. Whoa. Deshaun, Deshaun greater than sign Dakota. You want to do this today? I mean, I don't think we have to do it. I just don't appreciate the confidence with which anyone says that about a dude who didn't play last year. The year before that, when he played, he was 4-12, and 12, but everybody talks shit about Dak all the time. But Deshaun Watson's a no-doubt incredible quarterback who went 4-12 and 12 the last time he played. I, don't, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, by the way, Formula, I'm sorry I didn't acknowledge you earlier in the Super Chat. I love you, brother. He wants to know if we're going to have a top-10 defense this year. We'll get to that. And Eddie Joe, I see you in the Super Chat, too. Okay. So. We're going to just skip over the fact that Dak has had far more better complement of weapons, better offensive line, better set of receivers, better uh, uh, everything than what Deshaun Watson had. And when he has, he's done way better and won way more, yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm, and I, I preface it by saying if Deshaun Watson can get back to what he was. If he can get back to what he was. I just think that it's a debate. Like you can put up everything they've ever done. And I think it's debatable. And I didn't appreciate the confidence with which you said, and he's got a better quarterback. Like, okay, hold on a hot second. Yeah. But no, I I think, I think CD is ascending to a very special place, but he has to get going because we don't, we don't talk about it enough. And I know we don't want to talk about it enough. The Cowboys are getting ready to go through a rebuild. 
Like whether we want to talk about it or not, they're getting ready to go through a rebuild. That offensive line is going to, is going through a rebuild. You're going to have to get that running back. Whatever you're going to do with the running back position is going to be a rebuild because Zeke's not going to come back next year unless he takes far more or less than what he's ever made in his career. <laughs> um, what are you going to do with Tony Pollard? You're going to keep him, or, you know, are you going to play him there? Like how, how is it going to happen? Um, you know, tight end situation. We don't, we're, we're hoping, and I, and I, I'm on the side of hoping that Tobert is going to be someone who is really a playmaker and sticks around, but James Washington's probably not going to be here next year. Um, uh, you know, Michael Gallup will come back and he's going to want, he's going to want, uh, uh, you know, his fair share of the pot as well. So, I mean, when you start looking around, like this team may be, may be going into a rebuild right before our eyes and Dak is going to his, this will be his seventh season. So after this year, you have to ask, and I know we're going off on a tangent, but you have to ask the question. If Dak doesn't take that proverbial next step and take this team far greater than they have been in 26 years, you have to come to the table and say, what are we going to do with the quarterback and the rest of this football team? Now, it could be getting a new coach in here, giving a fresh – by the way, they saw that report the other day from – I know there's your people over there, pro football, and they were saying about Sean That's Payton yeah. uh, looking like, you know, he may come back in 2023. Yeah. Uh, three teams in there, Cowboys in it. Now, it be clickbait. But, Shocking. But, yeah, so – that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Cowboys, if you, like, drew up a scenario where, like, because uh, people in the know talk about Tyron Smith not being hurt and not being able to play, but, like, that he might be a dude that kind of might retire early. Uh, and if Zach Martin went on the downside, all of a sudden, like, yeah, they, this year you got questions on the offensive line. This year I got questions about the depth at linebacker and defensive tackle and offensive line and wide receiver. Like there's a lot, but the Cowboys have kind of, I don't know, I guess they've just, for the last 15 years, they find a way to just keep drafting them, keep developing them, uh, and hell, maybe one of these days they'll start spending money on the outside if that plan doesn't work and it turns out, oh, my God, we're not looking good. They might actually spend some money, which they have sitting around right now if they wanted to sign a linebacker or an offensive lineman or a wide receiver. So, anyway, um, Formula, my guy Formula, hero, hero of the show. Top 10 D this year, question mark. And um, make sure you say top 10 defense. You say, top no, that's not the way he typed it. No, yeah, I believe in Ver say, I'm Ron Burgundy, whatever. No, you put it on the prompter. I read it. When you say it like that, you know, people, you know, they can take that thing and have what they want to go. Do with. the Cowboys have a top 10 D <laughs> this year? Top 10 <laughs> D. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I will say they will. Because I think you got one of the greatest game records in football in Micah Parsons. I think you've got one of the 10 or so best edges in the league in tank. And I think Trayvon Diggs' ability to turn the ball over. Yeah, I think those three constants with Dan Quinn and the other good enough pieces around it, I think that's enough that it's a top 10 defense. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. I, I am one of the things that I will keep an eye out during training camp and especially early on in this season is going to be Trayvon Diggs for me. Like it's really, really, really going to be Trayvon Diggs for me. And the reason being because it's, it's, it's almost a heat check type of mentality, right? 
You come down the court, you hit two, three, three pointers in a row. Fourth time down there, you're jacking that bad boy up. Uh, it could be the most terrible shot in the world, but you feel like, and your teammates sometimes feel like, yo, you earned that one for a fourth time around. But what's going to come into play for me is the mental maturity of Trayvon Diggs. And what I mean by that is, will he, because teams already know, and it's on film. It is on film. Trayvon will bite on a double move. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, I'm talking about overbite, King Griffey Jr. Bite, however you want to bite it, he going to bite it. On the D, he going to bite <laughs> He's He's also going to take your football. You play around with him too much. You do. And, that, and this is the part where I am looking for the maturity. Has he and will he put in the work this offseason in training camp so that now when he lines up next year, I'm not asking him to take his aggressiveness away. I'm asking him, will you be able to hone in and say, you know what, everything doesn't have to be a YOLO interception, right? Sometimes playing great coverage, sometimes, you know, reading my keys, trusting what I'm seeing, playing sound defense. Because people, and even last year, even, even after having 11 interceptions, quarter, it wasn't like Darrell Revis where catch was like, we're not going over there. People were still going over there. Oh, NFL people still ranked him, like, I think 10th in the league. And it's like, man, I had 11 picks. I don't think anybody else in the league that's a good corner that had 11 picks would be 10th. They'd be number one. So that says a lot. So I want to see – I want to see if – is he going to heat check earlier in the year? Is he going to be like, I'm jumping this, I'm going to get this? And has there been a level of maturity that is set into him to understand – all right, I, I know I can pick the ball off, but now let me add the other part to my game. If they want to say I gave up a 1,000 yards of receiving yards, even though I had 11 interceptions, let me put the total package together and let me be a legit real shutdown corner. Let me only give up 500 yards of total, of total receiving yards against me and seven picks. I think that then will put you in the conversation of, oh, yeah, this dude is a legit surefire lockdown corner, and that's going to be the maturity level for me and that's and that's how they get to top 10 that is how they'll get to top 10 because he'll shut down a section of the football field and now make quarter quarterbacks and offensive coordinators have to play on one side of the field and you have to keep in the back of your mind i got this crazy animal wearing number 11 that's trying to take my quarterback's head off and i have the guy behind him wearing number seven who is playing a different brand of football that'll get this team to being a top 10 defense next year if Trayvon Diggs takes that mental maturity step in what he does in coverage. Eddie Joe in the Super Chat is way ahead of me when it comes to the draft. He said, any thoughts on potential 2023 tight end draft prospects? Will Mallory at Miami says he reminds him of Witten and Brenton Strange at Penn State, who is a junior. Eddie Joe, I appreciate you being here super chatting, but I do not know. But if you hit me up next February, I got you covered. Alex, tell me why it is people don't want a violent hitting linebacker, but when one is on the field, the offense worries. Are we wrong avoiding big hitters? Everybody wants a violent linebacker, I think. Absolutely. I think what the NFL doesn't want now, like where my mind goes with that question, what the NFL doesn't want now is linebackers who can only play downhill. If you can't play backwards in the NFL, if you can't play coverage, if you can't be a part of that part of the game, 
Like if you are a run defending thumper linebacker, then you're just limited. Like Micah Parsons is violent. That dude's violent. Devin White is violent. Uh, what's his name in Green Bay that kind of came out of nowhere to be really, really good? Is violent. We want him to be violent. He's got to be able to play backwards too. Tyson rebuilds equate to no quarterback, bad contracts, dead money, no cap space. Next year with Zeke off the books, Cowboys have no red flags, no bad contracts, and cap space. How is that rebuilding? I don't disagree with Tyson unless it turns out that Tyler Smith doesn't have a good rookie year. Tyler Biotish doesn't get better. Terrence Steele struggles. Like, if you told me that a year from now, we'd be like, uh-oh, the Cowboys offensive line isn't any good. And Jalen Tolbert wasn't good, so our receiver core isn't very good. Uh, I don't care about running backs. Um, I've got some cornerstones on defense. As long as this offensive line doesn't go to crap, I don't think they're rebuilding. But I understand if you're worried about that because like Kelvin Joseph, second-round pick, so far hadn't really given you anything. For, they don't use free agency a lot, so if you're looking for a big addition from the outside, you're probably not going to get it. If Tyler Smith and Sam Williams' as first and second-round picks don't turn out to be ballers, then for a team that doesn't spend outside, that is how you turn into a team where you look around and go, oh, crap, what's going on with our roster? It could happen, but you have to understand part of that is that it was Jesse. And um, Jesse, why you hate Jesse, why you hate Jesse, why you hate Jesse, why you hate Yeah, so just you take that up with Jesse outside. Just take it outside. Uh, now, the other topic of the day is Dalton Schultz, who the uh, deadline for people who are franchise tagged is today at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, somewhere around there, to get a deal done. If they don't get a long-term deal done, then he's going to play under the tag. It'll be a one-year contract. Here is the top 10 tight ends in the NFL according to execs, coaches, and players. Number one, George Kittle. Number two, Travis Kelsey. Number three, Darren Waller. Number four. Mark Andrews, number five, Kyle Pitts, number six, Dallas Goddard, number seven, TJ Hawkinson, number eight, Dalton Schultz, number nine, Dawson Knox, number 10, Hunter Henry. So the question I have for you, Jesse, is today, should the Cowboys be trying to work out a long-term deal with Dalton Schultz? Yes, they should. Oh, Jesse isn't hating. Jesse, Jesse isn't hating. And here's the reason why. <clears throat> because the Cowboys screwed this up again. They screwed this up again. Could have had him cheap earlier. This is the part that they keep whiffing on. Is that you keep having these guys in the fold and, with, and, 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 and making no money, relatively speaking. And you could have slapped, you could have offered him anything. Hey, we're going to offer you three years, $9 million. $2 million guaranteed a year ago. And him and his representative would have jumped all over it. But you didn't. And then you allowed him to be one of Dak Prescott's favorite targets. And then you take away the number one receiver that you had last year. And then you add a rookie. And then you add a guy who now has to become a number one. And you know what that tells me? that Schultz is going to continue to be Dak's number one target. He's going to be the guy that he looks for a lot. Schultz is going to have 80 catches this year at least. A lot. And so then now what you're going to get is you're going to get a guy who has 80, 90, 95 catches, might break a 1,000 yards, might have 
close to eight to 10 touchdowns, seven to 10 touchdowns. And all of a sudden he's going to become a player. And teams all across the league are going to be clamoring for this guy. And your fan base is going to say, because if he has a great year, we know how our fan base is. Keep him. He's Dak's favorite target. And 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 I, I am under the I, I am I fall under the if it's not being Dak friendly, like if the move that you're making isn't making your $40 million quarterback better or giving him better options, then it's a wrong decision. So now if he goes somewhere else, you get a what you get a comp pick for him? Uh yeah, if he played out this year and he went somewhere else, I bet he would get I mean, shit, the tight end market says he would get $15 million a year. So you'd get like a fourth-round pick. So now what does that do? It takes you back to the drawing board of trying to find another tight end. So, you know, I think they should. I I think they should. And, and, you know, there's ways to make those numbers move and, you know, make them incentive-based and, you know, do all this other crazy stuff that the Cowboys have done before in the past. But this is another example of the, the Jones family, whether it be Steven and or Jerry, getting not getting the deals done where they should get the deals done. We've seen it happen. I mean, they 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 piss poor negotiated with Zeke, and now he's he 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 got y'all locked up. They piss poor negotiated with Dak, and it cost you a ton of money. And there's another tank. thing with Tank, it cost you a lot of money. Uh, uh, you fumbled around and messed around with Randy Gregory, and it cost you a player. And uh, you know you 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 tried to you tried to strong arm uh, Dak by saying the money's out there. Whoever comes and gets it gets it, and you gave it to Jalen Smith. Oh, I he, forgot about that. He robbed you. You gave it to Jalen Smith. Said, "Oh, what word? All right, I'll go get. I'll take it. I know I probably can't play much more, so I'm gonna take this money and get on up out of here, get my glasses, and get my cryotherapy chambers and all that kind of stuff up and going. And here we are again with another situation where you're gonna have a player who was okay. It was okay, right? Starting out, and then he built momentum because he became a favorite target of the quarterback, and that's not going to stop. Yeah, I guess. So when I look at it, like I'm looking at that tight end list. And it's like, you can play along if you like. I'm just going to use the word freak, I think. Like George Kittle, freak. Travis Kelsey, freak. Darren Waller, freak. Mark Andrews, freak. Kyle Pitts, freak. And then you get down to the not freaks. Goddard, Schultz. I do think Hawkinson's kind of freaky, but he's in Detroit where they're awful and whatever. Uh, So, like, those dudes like... Gesicki, Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz. Like, man, freaks. He's a good player. Is that the market now says because David Njoku got over $14 million and Dalton Schultz is just there is no way to make the case that Njoku's a better player than him. If the Cowboys are going to get a deal done with Dalton Schultz, it's $15 million a year. And I think they're going to they're gonna play him this year, walk him, and hope that their fourth round pick from this year is able to replace him. And I don't know if like, I don't, I, I don't even have a strong opinion about it. Cause I'm like, I get it. If you look at your tight end and you're like, look, I think he's a solid tight end who puts up really big numbers because he plays all the snaps and the quarterback likes him. Could another guy do that for cheap and don't get that is Steven Jones brain. No matter who the player is in Steven Jones mind, he's going, can I get somebody to do that for cheaper? 
And with Dalton Schultz, maybe, maybe. But they also got $23 million laying around, so you wouldn't even have to backload it. You could literally sign him today. Now, if you're talking about predictions, there's zero chance they're getting a deal done with Dalton Schultz today. Oh, they're not at all. Zero. He will play on the tag, and then we will see. That's what's going to happen. Formula, will Tyler play more tackle or guard this season? Guard. Because if he plays tackle, it means that Tyron Smith got hurt. We're not doing that game. No, sir. Tyler Smith is going to play guard. Tyler Smith played four games this year at tackle. You just need it's just Tyron just doesn't need bad luck. Like last year, it wasn't even a neck or a back. It was Connor Williams getting dump trucked and getting his foot up under Tyron and he rolled his ankle. That happens. My guy's gonna be healthy this year, maybe. Oh, they say ball finds energy, injuries <laughs> find Tyron. It is what it is. It's just, <laughs> okay. it's just what it is, man. It's just it is what it is, man. Alex and the super chat said, let Schultz walk, rotate Nick Ralston and Connor McGovern. You're putting in a fullback and an offensive lineman and use Tyler Smith's strength as a weapon. Jesse, Dak is no Tom Brady. Okay, that's a multiple different topics, I think, there. But like that's just saying not not to have a tight end and to use offensive linemen and fullbacks instead. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. No, I believe if you're gonna take a tight end off the field, you put a receiver on the field. We have fun. We're here now, to score here, now here here is you ready for my you're ready for my what sneaky can happen? No. No? No, so I mean I want you to say whatever you're gonna say, but no, I'm not ready for it. Okay, but here's coming. Here's a here's a coming. Yeah. Now, maybe in the mind, right? In the lab, they're they're mixing this thing up and they're saying, you know what, we're gonna let Dalton Schultz play out this year on this franchise tag, and we're gonna let him walk. You could also tag him again, by the way. Yeah, but that, that you know that price goes up. Then he'll, then he'll, time, he'll be making at that point in time he'll be making close to that fourteen million dollars a year if you tag him twice. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. didn't have to sign him for four or five years. You just pay as you go. Right. You're sitting in there. You're sitting in there, and you're in the lab, and you're doing your little deal, and you're saying, "Send me for Hoku. Do you like Stop. playing in the National Football League?" Stop it. Because here's your last stop, young man. Stop it. You're gonna bulk up this offseason. We're going to put 20 pounds of muscle on you and we're going to slide you inside and we're going to let you line up flex. And sometimes you're going to have to come down and wham block. And sometimes you're going to have to come out there and, and, and hold that edge just for a second while we go the other way. Send me from Hoku. If you want to stay on this team and in this league, because you might not have many other chances anywhere else, you'll learn to play tight end. I saw, I've seen it, and I saw him talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I might be more of a hybrid guy this year. I don't even know if Simi Fihoko is making the football team. And that's what I'm saying. No, and, and then, okay, so to that point, it's like, hey, look, I'm trying to give you a better chance to make the football team and try to make you unique. I just, like, you had to show me something before I believe that you are now, like, this top secret thing I got where it's like, hey, I know you couldn't play in the league yet, but, woo, here you go. Bro, they, they they gave Rico Gathers like three seasons. I know. And they gave Rico Gathers three seasons, and he yeah. rather rap. He rather <laughs> rap than actually like really honing on the crap. <laughs> and that so if they gave if they gave him three seasons, they gotta they may give Simi Fahoku another one and some change. I mean, hell, it'd be tough to cut. I'm trying to think like right this second. If you assume Gallup's on pup, that misses the first four. 
Then your fourth receiver is Noah Brown. Your fifth receiver is Simi Fioko. Or Vasher. Or Vasher. But either way, it's somebody who's never done anything. Right. Uh, so yeah. I'm saying, yo, I'm spending part of my time in the receiver room, but I'm also learning the offensive lineman calls. Isn't Jacob right, though, in the chat? Like, if you told me one of your receivers was going to do that, it's Noah Brown. No. Yes. Like, Noah Brown's already can block and is a – Thick dude and has actually played NFL wide receiver and caught passes. He's not like, it's bigger, Noah Brown. He's not bigger than Simi. He's not what? He's not bigger than Simi. No, he's not bigger, but I mean, he's actually a functional NFL. I will block my ass off, dude. Noah Brown has understood that I'm going to milk this thing and do whatever it is they want me to do to stay around. <laughs> I thought he was a Garrett guy, but he's still stuck around. Like, he's I guarantee you, Noah Brown, Noah Brown works hard. Matthew Slater has played 15 years in the National Football League. I think he probably has 10 receptions. He understood that I'm just going to be whatever those guys need me to be. I'm going to be a Pro Bowl special teamer, and I'm just going to stick around. So that's Noah Brown. Noah Brown, you got to be a core special teams guy. That's C.J. Goodwin. C.J. Goodwin, they don't even list his cornerback anymore. He's literally listed as special teamer. Like that, yeah, they, I mean, you, you used to have to list him as corner to get by, but now it's like, no, literally, he's on the kickoff team, the kick return team, the punt team, and the punt return team. If he has to play corner, and every we're year, And every year, even if he gets league minimum, his salary goes up. Yeah. And then Probably every up year, to like 1.1 now. And guess what? Because C.J. passed four years, right? Oh, yeah. I bet he's pensioned. It's guaranteed on the first day of the season. Oh, yeah. If he's on the roster, whatever they owe him is guaranteed <laughs> for the rest of that year. So if it's 900K, 1.1, 1.2, it's guaranteed. And you know how CJ Goodwin makes a bunch of money? Because at the end of the year, when he plays all those special team snaps and they do it based on you know your salary per, uh, for your play, and then they look at it and they go, man, based on your salary, the amount of play that you played here – you get an extra bonus of $50,000. Hell yeah, I do. And if someone gets hurt, I got to go out there and play some more snaps defensively. Guess what? That money goes up. So if Simi Fahoku has any chance or if he wants a perfect example of how to stay in the National Football League, watch Noah Brown. <laughs> and then say, hey, go to the coaches and say, I'm willing to do whatever it is you need me to do. Uh-huh. Special teams wise, hey, I know you guys flirted around a little bit of tight end. Hey, let's 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 get into that. Let's 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 not just let this thing be a, a conversation. Let me get some reps at it. Let me let me learn the technique a little bit. I would like okay. I would like to end with a, a comment from A Chester here. Uh, Jesse has bad takes. So thanks everybody for joining us here on uh, Believe Cowboys. It's brought to you by Bet Online. There is the great Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver and an amazing person. So while you can call him a hater, make sure you make it a compliment sandwich where it's like Jesse's a hater, really good dude. <laughs> awful opinions so make sure you sneak something good in the middle because he deserves that and oh, i am Kavanaugh. me i'm jeff cavanaugh thanks jesse you got anything to say on the way out just your heart eliminate the contingencies i love you all right remember you have no idea what anybody's going through be cool to everybody therapy's cool love you bye without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.